welcome to episode 7 of Prisoner of My Own Mind. As usual, I want to start out by thanking each and every one of you for listening to the podcast. Um, just to let everybody know, I am now up on, or not I, but the podcast is now available up on iTunes. And I noticed I got a notification a while ago that it is now available up on Overcast. Which is another um, podcasting uh, platform and also um, the uh, the website uh, that I told you about yesterday I'm a prisoner of my own mind dot wordpress dot com uh, it seems to be doing pretty good <clears throat> I've got uh, quite a few views on it for those of you that have um, went and checked it out, I appreciate that. Don't forget, you can follow it uh, either by email or if you have a WordPress account, you can follow it just by clicking the little blue follow button that's on the right-hand side there, right above the follow email uh, by email link. You can do it that way and it'll show up in your WordPress reader. Um, I've got, uh, I've had several people look at, uh, check it out there and read it, uh, or listen to it, rather, listen to the podcasts from the website. I do appreciate that. You'll have to forgive my voice this evening. I don't really know what's going on with it. I haven't really been screaming at anybody or yelling or hollering at anyone today, but I feel like I have for whatever reason. So... Um, I haven't done anything with the, um, with the YouTube channel yet. I started to do that today. There's still been some going, uh, some things going on, uh, concerning the job that I told you about yesterday. Um, I'm still today was looking for alternatives. Uh, I've got one hopeful that I was hoping I would get notification from today that I haven't gotten yet. So hopefully I'll get that tomorrow. But um, as soon as I get the YouTube channel up, I'll make a podcast and then I'll also put it up on the website to let everybody know that it's uh, that it's up and going. I may make a couple of little videos to to get it going and start it out before I actually publish anything. And then again, I might just make one and say, here you go. It's up and going. I don't know. <clears throat> but anyway, on to today's podcast, which is concerning a uh, condition which you you may have heard about and you may not have. I don't know. But it's called SAD, S-A-D, which stands for Seasonal Affective Disorder. Now, for some people, that's the only type of depression that they have. And it starts at one a certain time of the season and ends at a certain time of the season. 
for most people, it starts around about the beginning of fall. And it lasts all the way up through winter and ends sometime during the spring when it starts getting warmer. And, you know, the sun starts shining more and it, you know, during that time of the year. There are people that have it, you know, just the opposite during the summertime. But the main cause of it is a lack of, basically, to put it in layman's terms, I've read about it and I've read reports on it. But to put it in layman's terms, it's basically a lack of sunshine. Um, And... um, it's just the time of year where it's so gloomy and like I said, the lack of sunshine and it, it, it's the melatonin in the brain. And then there's other chemicals, serotonin, melatonin, different ones. And without the sunshine or the strength of the sunshine, because as you know, during the winter time, the earth is farther away or not the earth but you know the wherever you're at in it's winter time that part of the earth is further away from the sun than it is during the summertime and that's that's what causes the sunshine to not be as strong so Therefore, you don't get as much energy from the sunshine. And it causes your brain to produce less melatonin, serotonin, and all the other, these other chemicals. So, therefore, you have the condition known as SAD. Now, earlier I was asking myself, which I've always known on a certain level that I've, uh, it's possible to have sad and just, you know, normal, regular, the, the depression that I've already got that I keep constantly year round. But I wanted to make sure that was possible. So I did some research earlier and it is true. It is possible to be clinically depressed such as I am, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of you are, and have the condition known as SAD, the Seasonal Affective Disorder, on top of the clinical depression. And it makes sense to me because during this time of the year, starting about now or about mid-September, I'll say, my mood starts to change to a darker mood, uh, a deeper depression, a deeper, um, I feel like I have a foreboding feeling um, for the longest time. That's why I hate wintertime. Uh, I, and I truly do. I hate wintertime. I I don't, I, I, I despise snow. If I look outside and I see it's snowing, 
whatever mood I'm in, it just drops even further. Whether it's a decent mood or a bad mood, it just drops. Uh, has nothing really to do with anxiety. It's just the depress the depression, and it'll drop. If I have to get out in the snow to go anywhere to do anything, that makes it even worse. So it's kind of like piling um, rocks on top of rocks on top of rocks, and it's uh, it's it 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 during that time of the year, during this coming up time of the year, it, it's it it just it just don't end, it don't stop. It, there's no relief. Uh, even even when I take my medicine, there's no relief. There's no escaping. And for uh, I'm sure as I, I keep saying for you know for most of or a lot of you out there that listen listen to my podcast, I'm sure that you go through the same thing. Maybe you didn't know about sad maybe you didn't know the condition maybe you had never heard of it maybe you know you were just getting more depressed during the year because you thought it was just because of the holidays and that is another trigger uh that goes along with it is the holidays and i hate the holidays anymore um and i have for quite some time i i, I just i hate to see christmas come not because of the reason for the season, but just Christmas in general. Um, the songs, you know, the Mary, um, we, the, the, I just, if I can't stand to go into a store during Christmas season, I just can't stand it, you know, to, to well, I can't, I just, I actually can't stand to go into a store period to be around people. Uh, I, the only reason I do it is because I have to. Uh, the only time I go to say a Walmart or something is when I absolutely have to go because I can't stand to be around people in general, um, especially a crowd of people. That just drives my anxiety um, crazy. I mean, it just drives it through the roof. So that's the social part. <clears throat> The social anxiety part of my general anxiety disorder. But during Christmas time, uh, during the holidays, and in, in general, you know, it's where people are out and they're, they, you know, in general, most people lose their minds during that time of the year, especially the closer to Christmas it gets. And you have thousands of people, hundreds and hundreds of people in a store and, they're it's like they've just lost their minds trying to, to to get this and to get this and to find this and to find that and it's like madness and here i am i'm the one that's got the the disorder and then you have these other people that they have their own self-made 
disorder that that's just why I don't go. And then, you know, I, I see on, I, I see on TV. That's why I don't watch Christmas shows on TV because it's all about family and um, the joy of Christmas and the joy of of family get-togethers and opening presents and all of the stuff that goes along with it and I don't I don't feel that that could be I mean that might sound wrong to a lot of people but I just don't feel that because that's to me that's superficial and I mean and there's uh, I mean I'm not going to you know try to get I'm not trying to be um, a religious zealot here or what have you, but I mean, I know the reason for the season. I know what Christmas is about. And for me, that's enough. Um, and like I said in, in you know my other podcast, that, that I'm always alone. And I, I'm, nobody's ever here except for my youngest son from time to time. And, you know, that's, I hate to say this, but that's kind of the way I, I like it. I, I like being alone because I, I don't have to worry about, I don't know, I don't have to worry about pleasing anybody else. And so this time of the year that's coming up, just adds to my already existing depression and the more people I'm around the more um, social uh, situations that I'm around or or if I have to be around social situations during this time of the year, it, it, I, I can't do it. And if you are the same way, I know what you're going through. <clears throat> so it's, uh, it's a real thing. It's, 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 uh, it's a scientifically, psychologically proven real thing if you haven't never heard of it and and you just didn't know you know why or if you didn't know that there was a name for uh why you felt depressed during certain times of the year well there is a there's a name for it and and there's a reason for it and if you want to, you can do your own research on it. Like I said, I have done, I have done research on it. I've known about it for years, <clears throat> but, um, like I and I have suspected and, I, and I've talked to my psychiatrist about it before and, um, it's, it's, it, 
like I said, you just put the the sad condition on top of the already clinically depressed condition and it just makes for a at times really bad situation and it's no fun as most of you know that that have what what, what I'm talking about so when somebody looks at you and asks you, are you sad? Well, you know, if it's that time of year and you're dealing with that, you can honestly look at them and say, yes, you are. Um, even though they don't understand or won't understand just exactly what you're talking about. Now, they might ask you what you're sad about. Well, what are you going to tell them? Well... Are you going to sit there and you're going to try to explain to them what seasonal affective disorder is? Or are you going to sit there and you're just going to say, well, it's just this time of the year. You know, it always gets me down. That's what I usually do. You know, I just say, yeah, it's just this time of year, you know. And, you know, that's you hear a lot of people, you know, say that during the time of year that's coming up. Starting, you know, uh, at the end of November. Well, actually, at the end of October, October the 31st. That's, in my mind, that's officially when the holidays start, is Halloween. That's, in my brain, that's when they start. So, uh, because you have Halloween, then you have Thanksgiving, and then you have Christmas. And that's... You know, you've got a holiday each month, and they just progressively get more intense as the months go. <laughs> so, um, I try to avoid every one of them, which, of course, this year I will avoid all of them. Um, because I, I won't have any. I won't have any reason to celebrate any of them this year, um, except for my son and Christmas. Um, he'll uh, now my oldest son, which of course, like I said, he lives in Kansas. But um, you know, we may do a a video call or something like we did last year. But other than that, uh, that's about it. So if you deal with the seasonal affective disorder on top of the depression that you already have, I feel you. I'm right there with you. And, and like I tell you, you know, you're not alone. You're not by yourself in it. And we ask ourselves, what can we do? And, you know, you can go online and you can look up all kinds of things and you can read all kinds of things. And there's a lot of different forums out there and a lot of different websites that you can join and be a part of 
virtual societies and things like that, which I, I'm I have been before. And, you know, the kind of support groups and things like that. And it's not a bad thing. You know, it's not a bad thing. But in, in you know, I, I say this and it's kind of like, you know, I'm preaching to the choir in a way. But it's, well, in other words, I'm giving giving advice that I'm not taking myself and you you you're part of a virtual society which is okay but is it better than being part of a real world society like you actually are physically in contact with people and if you're like me and you have the social anxiety disorder and, and, and you, you avoid being around people because it causes your anxiety levels to go up, what, what can you do? I, I watched a video today about, um, it was this, this therapist and, and this guy, and he he was evidently had dealt with anxiety or whatever in the past. And, and this therapist, she was, you know, talking about ways to deal with anxiety and ways to deal with this. And the stuff that, that she was saying was, you know, it was okay for people that just have mild anxiety. Um or just um, they panic every once and again about something like, oh my goodness, I, I'm, I'm late on a bill, uh, or things like that. Um, and also um, on my WordPress, I had a, um, a gentleman follow my, one of my, uh, follow my WordPress site. And, um, I'd give him a shout out, Scott Kicksmiller. Um, and I read one of his posts um, dealing with anxiety. And he had some pretty good ideas, uh, or else a link to a couple of different things that you could look at on there. Go read. And um, they were pretty good ideas too, but it was still not still just didn't get to the root of the issue and I, I just don't I just don't know if there's anybody out there that that like us that if you if you've never dealt with what we deal with it that that can get to the very core of anxiety and depression and say or do something to help to explain what it is there's plenty of people out there that can give you a clinical um description of it 
there's a lot of people out there that can give you a scientific explanation of what depression is and what anxiety and panic is. Bipolar, PTSD, they can give you all of that. But it takes somebody that actually is living with it that you have to sit down with and and they have to be willing and able to tell you face to face if they could come with words and that's my that's my problem i can't describe it in words i can't come up with the words to to effectively describe anxiety my anxiety and my depression I can't, in other words, I can't paint a picture in words for someone that doesn't deal with it, a picture for them to see it in their mind to understand it. I could, I could tell them and they could maybe see the surface uh, or perhaps let's use the analogy of an iceberg. They could maybe see the top of the iceberg, but we all know how much bigger an iceberg is under the water and that's kind of the way sad is for me during the winter time starting like I said about fall and it goes all the way up to about mid-spring the end of spring that's the top of the iceberg um that's the part that you can see and the rest and the the major depression is is what's under the surface and it just during the winter time and you know this time of the year it just spreads out and gets bigger and i'm sure that it does for you all too and it's um it it's it's scary in a way and i have to i have to wonder i have to wonder that you know what uh Especially this year, since really this is my first year alone. Um, because, you know, up until this year, you know, I have had mom, you know, she was here and stuff like that. But this really is my first year alone, alone. But um, I'll make it because I've got you. I've got this podcast. I want to do the video and stuff, videos and stuff. But, um, I just wanted to make the, this podcast talking about the seasonal affective disorder, um, talking about it a little bit, uh, in case, you know, you guys, some of you guys that listen to my podcasts maybe had it, didn't really know what it was called, uh, maybe you felt the... The symptoms and and you wondered why that at certain times you felt worse than you did especially certain times of the year now you can kind of put a name to it or if you you know you have a therapist or a psychiatrist or a counselor you know maybe you can bring it up to them and say is it possible that I that this is what's going on you know um, or or whatever and uh, and it might help it might help and and that's the goal um actually that's the goal part of the goal 
of this whole podcast thing that I'm doing here. And uh, I, I, I suppose that uh, you know I'm going to ha- I'm going to do a podcast that I'm just going to explain the goal of the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Um, of course it won't be this one because I'm almost at 30 minutes now, but, um, I just wanted to talk about that talk about the SAD situation, uh, syndrome and, um, let you know a little bit about what I have to deal with, with it. Maybe it sounds familiar to you. Maybe you actually go through it too. So if you do, I'm right there with you. I am. And, um, like I said before, you know, you're not alone. We're, we're in it together. So, um, I just want to, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. I want to thank everybody for, for sticking in there with me. I want to welcome all newcomers. I want to welcome all new listeners, uh, especially, uh, you know, for the, uh, overcast site that the uh, podcast is now on and all of the newer listeners that's coming up on wordpress now that are listening to this i want to thank you all for listening don't forget to subscribe and on wordpress you know down there there's a comment place down there just leave your comments if you want to um i'd be happy to hear from you Uh, i'll respond to comments and um i do go look at your your wordpress if you have one i go look at yours um so but i do thank you i appreciate you and if nothing happens i will definitely catch you guys on the flip side thanks a lot